You're listening to The Creative Pod, a podcast that inspires creators to take your business dreams and turn them into a reality. Here's your host, creative innovator, audiobook lover, and hustling mama of two, Bridget Cox. Hey, you guys, on this week's episode of The Creative Pod, I will be giving you the top eight things that I wish I would have marked off my checklist before starting my creative business. I'm so excited to share this with you guys, and I've even created a document just for you that's called The Creative Business Checklist, where I go in depth of everything that we're going to talk about on this episode. So make sure you go get that PDF at creativepod.org. And I hope you guys keep listening to find out everything you need to know before starting your creative business. Okay, you guys, so let's just jump right in. So the first thing that you obviously need to do is choose a name for your business. Now, listen, this is a big decision. Take it from somebody who has created several businesses at this point. Every single time I go to name a business, I try to just think of something unique and catchy or something that hasn't been done. And ultimately, what I keep going back to is just my name. Honestly, if you're really undecided about what your business name should be or, you know, you haven't been dreaming of a name this whole time, you know, stick with your name. Your name is always going to be there. It's who you are. And honestly, as your business changes throughout time, which it most likely will, you're still you. So your brand is still there. And if you you know decide to change or to pivot in a different direction, your followers, you know, are still there to support you. And you know, for an example, if you are selling purses and your business name is like, purse, you know, purse lovers or, you know, just something specifically to do with purses. And then one day you decide you want to sell shoes. You're going to have to completely rebrand and create a new item, a new name, a new business, a new website, all of that. And you're probably going to have to regain followers and regain, regain subscribers, everything. So, if you choose something that isn't totally narrowed down to a specific niche, like a name or, you know, um, so for example, for that one, you could put, you know, Bridget's Boutique to where I know I'm always going to be selling something in fashion, but if I decide to sell purses or shoes down the road or hats down the road, I don't have to completely rebrand who I am and start from scratch because I promise you, you're going to have these times in your business where, you know, you, you face a hurdle or you just aren't interested or there's not a passion or you, you know, it wasn't successful, but you're still an entrepreneur at heart where you then need to pivot and change. And I'd hate for you to make the mistake that I have made in the past where I, I had to rebrand. I had to come up with everything brand new. So try to pick out a name for your business that can last throughout time and still be unique and still be catchy, but also be able to stick with you, with you throughout the different steps in life that you might take. And again, 
I know you might be thinking like, this is what I want to do. I want to sell purses and I want my, my name to be Bridget's Purse Salon or whatever. You don't know where you'll be. And I, and I hope, I hope that everything works out and you love purses forever and everything's exactly what you think it might be. But at the end of the day, if you listen to other entrepreneurs or other successful people out there, they had a lot of ups and downs and hurdles and, you know, they had to rebrand and they had to do all of that work all over again. So if there's something that I can relate to you guys that I've personally have done and made the mistake of, it's rebranding and starting all over. <laughs> it takes a long time to get subscribers and, and followers on all social media platforms. So just try to pick a name that really will fit your business throughout time. So the next step that I um, definitely think should be at the top of your list is choosing a domain. So, you know, it kind of goes in with the name of your business. When you're choosing a domain for your website, you really need to make sure, for one, that it is available. There are a lot of people out there that are creating businesses or creating websites and your domain might not be available. So that could also have a you know, an effect on what you end up naming your business. If you end up wanting to have your own website and wanting to be able to brand that, you want to make sure that someone else isn't already doing that. Why would you want to name your company Disney when there's already a Disney? So make sure that when you're picking out that domain and your name, that it isn't something that's already been established. And honestly, another thing is like when you are creating a website, you want your name of your, you know, the domain to be coincided with your business name. So for example, you know, if you decide you want to name your business Creative Pod, and then you go and you see, I've already got, you know, like some of your already has a creativepod.org. And then so you decide that you name it bridgetcox.com. Well, then you're going to run into the issue of, you know, when they search Creative Pod, it's not going to bring up the Bridget Cox website. You're going to really have to do a lot of, you know, hard SEO work. And that can be tough and it can be a struggle and it can be a lot of time you're having to invest when you could have just picked your name, your, your business name to be Bridget Cox or whatever you want it to be that has a domain that is available. So try to take out, you know, the less of a struggle you find yourself in, the more successful you're going to be. Because a lot of times as entrepreneurs, when things get hard, we quit. When things get hard, we come up with excuses after excuses after excuses to not go forward with our dreams. So try to set yourself up for success. I'm, I live by that. I will literally look at a problem and go, that has too many steps. I'm going to fail. I know me. I know that if I have to do A, B, C, D, E, I'm probably not going to reach that finish line as if I was just to have ABC. So this is another great example. Take it from me, someone who has made that mistake of not choosing a domain after I've already named my business. I had created the shop. I've done everything. I've literally paid for a logo to be created and then find out there's not a domain available for that name. So make sure, again, when you are just choosing your business name to also coincide it with a domain and make sure that that is available for you to get. And if you are, you know, wanting to know where I purchase my domains, most of them I think are on Google. 
Google domains. I, I just, I tend to use Google drive. I use Google email. So it's just easier, but I also recommend GoDaddy. I've purchased from them as well. But, um, again, another little helpful hint, try to buy them all from the same place. So that way you only have to remember one login and you have access to it because you will have to kind of go in and tweak your domain from time to time to get your websites to coincide with it. You know, um, there's a lot of different things you could possibly need to log in to find that information. So the less places you have to go to, the better. So the next step is what are you going to be selling? This should definitely be something that you've been thinking about by now. <laughs> At least I hope so. Um, but if you've kind of like been up in the air and you're like, should I sell purses or shoes or both or, you know, something totally different, now is the time. You know, you have the name, you have the domain. Pick your niche. It's okay to start out with a niche. It's okay to just do purses. And then once you become successful, add on other items. Gain that trust of the purse community to where then you can add on things like shoes and hats. You know, don't go and invest so much into so many items. Conquer one at a time. I really firmly believe this. Make sure it's something you actually enjoy. Make sure it's something you're passionate about because I'm telling you, if you're not passionate about it, if you're really just in it just to make a couple bucks here and there, you won't succeed. You won't do it. You're going to, again, give yourself so many, you know, oh, excuse after excuse after excuse because you're just bored. You're not into it. So make sure whatever your passion is that you try to find a niche within that area. Try to find a way to narrow it down. The less products, the better. It can be very overwhelming if you have too many products. So Keep it as simple as you can and master that area before you go and try to be a Walmart, for example. Alrighty, on to number four. Are customers purchasing what you want to sell? Have you done the research? Have you honestly taken the time to Google or go on Etsy or wherever you're going to be selling your products and actually seeing if people are buying what you're going to be selling. Now, if you have like the first ever product, you know, it's unique, it's you created it. Of course, there's not going to be a product out there, but are people buying similar products? So let's say that you've created the First robotic vacuum that mops, vacuums, shines, dust, does everything possible. Well, are there people buying robotic vacuums that at least do one of those things already? Like, of course there are. So then you know, well, if I create a better version of what people are already buying, like, of course, I'm going to have customers. If you haven't done that research, this is a time where you kind of have to be brutally honest with yourself and again, realize like, is this a hobby? Is this an actual business that I would love to like create and make it a thing and want it to be my full-time job? Because if your niche is sewing cat sweaters and you go online and there's not a whole lot of people <laughs> that are buying sweaters for cats, that's when you kind of have to choose. Is it a passion? Is it a side hustle? Is it, you know, I just like to knit and this is what I like to knit. I'm already doing it for my cats. And if I get a couple sales here and there, great. But if it's going to be something that, you know, if you don't get those sales, if you don't get the traction that you thought you would, 
Are you going to be disappointed and then quit or hate doing what you what you like to do now? Because that's what you have to do to set yourself up for what you're going to face starting your own business. Again, it's not me knocking down what you're trying to do or just because it's not trending, you shouldn't do it, nothing like that. But you do need to know, is there actually people out there that are interested in my product? And if they aren't, am I going to be okay? And you will. Trust me, you will. I've created many businesses where people no need or want for my product. So take it from somebody, again, who has been there, done it. Do the research because you, you your time is valuable. That's something you can't get back is your time. And you could be doing so many other things. So just make sure before you invest your time that it actually is worth it and that it will actually bring whatever that outcome or goal that you're trying to reach. All right, you guys. So I gave you the first four tips on my checklist, on my creative business checklist. Make sure you tune in next week to hear the remaining four, or you can go ahead and get all eight now by going to creativepod.org and grabbing that creative business checklist and you'll be ahead of the game. And next week you can just follow up and hear me go more in depth on the last four. Thank you guys again for listening to the creative pod. Make sure you like this, share it with your friends or any other creative entrepreneurs out there. And, you know, make sure that you give me some love on the reviews and make sure to go follow on Instagram, on Facebook, or we're pretty much everywhere and go give creativepod.org to go get your creative business checklist. And I will see you guys next week.